Hey everybody, welcome back to Explain Like I'm 5, the podcast where we take the questions you always wanted to ask and talk about them in a way that's easy to understand. We are your hosts, I'm Tim. Hey everyone, I'm Kevin. So Kevin, did you know that Vitamin Water, or rather their parent company, Coca-Cola, was sued by a consumer protection agency for misleading health claims regarding Vitamin Water just a few years back in 2009? Oh yes, yes, I do remember this. Very misleading indeed. I used to drink vitamin water in all its variety of flavors. So this lawsuit that you mentioned was the argument that over the 33 grams of sugar in each bottle. Basically, a consumer group said that the uh, 33 grams of sugar in each bottle of vitamin water do more to promote obesity, diabetes, and other health problems than the actual vitamins in the drinks do to perform the advertised benefits listed on those bottles. That's right, but I don't think I even realized that there was 33 grams of sugar in a bottle. Always thought it was less than that. Oh, well, that's probably because on the bottle you might have been used to seeing 13 grams of sugar per serving advertised. Oh no, but there's more than one serving per bottle. That's right, you gotta read the label. There's actually two and a half servings per bottle, so that's how you get those 33 grams of sugar. Plus, of course, the vitamins and electrolytes they advertise. But the interesting thing with the lawsuit was that Coca-Cola's response in defense of all this was that, quote-unquote, no consumer could reasonably be misled into thinking vitamin water was a healthy beverage. Wow. Well, I guess I'm unfortunately one of those consumers who didn't quite get it. Um, But let's turn to the main topic of today's episode, which is artificial sweeteners. How do they work? And how do our bodies treat artificial sweeteners differently to normal sugars? Yes, we should all know about these because they're in all diet drinks and lots of other forms of tea and coffee sweeteners. So in the United States, there are six high-intensity sugar substitutes approved for use by the FDA. But the the big ones to note are saturine, aspartame, and sucralose. Uh, These are all food additives that act as a sugar substitute to provide you know, that sweet taste we all like, similar to sugar, but with significantly less food energy. Saccharin, aspartame, and sucralose. It kind of does sound familiar somehow. Well, you might know them by their consumer brands, such as Equal, which is aspartame, uh, Sweet and Low, which is saccharin, and Splenda, which is the sucralose. Ah, uh, yes. And actually, if you've ever paid attention to those sweetener packets that come with your coffee, they are actually pretty clearly marked. They come in those small colored paper packets, and here in North America, the the colors are typically blue for aspartame or equal, uh, pink for saturin or sweet and low, and yellow for sucralose or splenda. There's also orange, I think, for something like a monk fruit extract, and green for stevia. So generally speaking, Splenda or sucralose is the largest one at the moment with about 30% market share. So let's go back to how they work then. Sure. The molecular structure of artificial sweeteners is actually a little different from that of glucose or traditional sugar. And as a result, artificial sweeteners cannot be used by our bodies and are just treated as you know foreign products. They don't give us energy and therefore they don't contain any calories. There's also the other important advantage that they don't cause teeth decay, since the bacteria living in our mouths can't use them like they like sugar. I see. Now, some people complain that diet soda tastes a little different to regular soda. I am guessing this is because of the chemical difference? Really good point. 
Uh, so many of these are what we call high intensity sweeteners, which are compounds with many times the sweetness of common table sugar. This relates to why it works too. You know, you can put much less sweetener and energy contribution is often negligible. So for Splenda or sucralose, for example, it's actually 600 times as sweet as regular sugar. Now, this sensation of sweetness we taste is caused by these compounds. Some experts call this the sweetness profile. And it's sometimes notably different from plain sugar. So what companies do is they put them in, you know, complex mixtures that achieve the most intense sweet sensation. So for example, if it's straight up sucrose that has to be replaced, you kind of have to adjust for the texture of the product. So they use something called a bulking agent. And this is what you get in soft drinks or sweet teas that are labeled as diet or light that contain these artificial sweeteners and often have notably different mouthfeel. Now, there's also an interesting story about how these sweeteners, many of these sweeteners actually were discovered. Oh, that's right, too. Uh, many of the major artificial sweeteners were all discovered after scientists accidentally tasted some chemicals. <laughs> so saturin was discovered in 1879 by Constantine Falberg, who was researching coal tar derivatives and uh, forgot to wash his hands before going for lunch. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, make sure to wash your hands. Aspartame, NutraSweet, was found in 1965 by James Schlatter, who was researching ulcer drugs, and he also accidentally licked his finger to pick up a piece of paper, and then found it tasted pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, sucralose, or Splenda, was created in 1976 when researcher uh, Shashikant Pandas was asked to test a substance and kind of misheard that instruction as taste the substance. So pretty funny stories. <laughs> I see. So, you know, all our listeners, of course, are asking, are artificial sweeteners a good way to lose weight? Uh, yes. Happy New Year and another year of New Year resolutions. Um, so regarding artificial sweeteners and a good way to lose weight, unfortunately, it's inconclusive, I'm sorry to say. Numerous reviews have concluded that the association between body weight and non-nutritive non sweetener usage is just inconclusive. Not enough data right now. And how about cancer? Sometimes there have been links or rumors in the past. Yeah. Uh, so of the, of the FDA-approved sweeteners in the U.S., multiple reviews have found no link between artificial sweeteners and the risk of developing cancer. But they did ban a chemical called cyclamate back in 1969, after lab tests in rats involving a 10 to 1 mixture of cyclamate and saturin actually caused bladder cancer. This test is regarded as kind of some weak evidence of carcinogenic activity, however. You know, it's kind of the equivalent of a human drinking 550 cans of soda. And so cyclamate remains in common use in many other parts of the world, including Canada, the European Union, and Russia. So in conclusion, sweeteners are not bad for you, but not sure that they're great for weight loss either. Yeah, especially when, you know, again, everything's consumed in rather low quantities. There was a recent 2021 study, which we can link to in the show notes, about high consumption of artificially sweetened beverages, which associated with about a 12% higher risk of all-cause mortality. But as often with these types of studies, it's sometimes hard to pinpoint the cause and effect versus just correlations. 
I see. Now to finish up, since we started with vitamin water, uh, I also learned recently an interesting anecdote with regards to Tic Tacs. Are they really zero sugar as advertised? Oh no, not at all. Tic Tacs are actually almost pure sugar, but due to their weight, they are allowed to be labeled as zero sugar per serving. So if you ever take a look at a Tic Tac box, each Tic Tac weighs just under 0.5 grams. And since US federal regulations say that if a single serving contains less than 0.5 grams of sugar, it is allowable to express the amount of sugar in a serving as zero. And since a single serving of Tic Tacs is basically a single Tic Tac, Tic Tacs are labeled in the US as containing zero sugar. I gotta really pay attention to those serving sizes now a little bit more when I look at nutrition labels. Thank you for that. Did you learn something new? If you did, send us an email. We are at eli5, the podcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. And especially as we line up episodes and topics for this year, we'd love to hear from you, especially when you have suggestions for us on topics that you'd like to hear. As always, thank you to the community at r slash explain like I'm five, and we will see you all next week.